Hey, what's going on, guys? Talk Nerd City here, back for something a bit different on the channel, on SoundCloud and on iTunes, introducing the TNC podcast. Hello to everyone watching on YouTube. Um, and if you're not watching on YouTube, instead listening on SoundCloud and on iTunes, which is probably the preferred method of a podcast, then you won't be seeing the set. But we're currently sitting in Chris's flat with a beautiful canvas in the background, a Norwich City shirt, key lime cheesecake, some... I think that's shot coffee and walnut cake, a Budweiser, and a Brody. So basically, what we wanted to do is, well, we wanted to do a podcast for ages, ages haven't we? But yeah. logistically, it just hasn't really worked. Um, and basically, we, we got everything sorted, and we're here. The dream's podcast. alive. Yeah, the dream is alive. Um, so, let's get into the first sort of talking point, I guess. Ipswich <laughs> on Sunday. It was the big East Anglian derby and yeah. it ended one-one. Um, a bit of a dull derby game, wasn't it? Really, I don't think it was dull, Jack. I think both sets of fans were quite nervous. I think you could sense that there was a bit of toing and throwing here and there. Um, but in in terms of a derby, obviously it wasn't the best derby ever. Um, I think Ipswich are extremely lucky to get a point. I think they all know that. Um, and I think obviously you can tell by the the way that both managers reflected on the game. Mick McCarthy said, "Oh, it's a great point." Mm. Alex Neil came out saying it's a disappointment. So it just absolutely sums up where both of the clubs are. Do you think because you know the, the last time we we're in the championship that they were probably the the biggest derbies that have ever occurred when we sort of beat them in the playoff semi final? That this one almost seemed that there wasn't too much room. I know, I know, we you know could have gone a step closer to the playoffs and it would have certainly heightened our chances but Ipswich not really much to play for except for bragging rights mm. there wasn't too much on the line was there not really though but I, I guess all the pressure was on us mm. so in some senses I'm quite relieved that it's over um, because it was a massive banana skin for us if they'd won it would completely derail mm. our season don't get me wrong it's going to be really tough yeah, to get yeah. the playoffs now Jack but as you've highlighted the most important derby ever in the history of the two clubs, we won. Mm. Um, the only way that can be topped is a final at Wembley. Mm. What is the likelihood of Ipswich getting into a final at Wembley? I highly doubt mm. it. I mean, you know, we've got some talking points on here, but we can obviously sway away from them. Yeah, by the way, we've got... This is homemade key lime cheesecake, and it's <laughs> got a bit gloopy on mine. Is that because it's, it's come out of the fridge? I'm actually going to try this. If, you, if you're on iTunes and on SoundCloud, you're not going to be able to see my facial reaction, but... We're currently tucking into some key lime cheesecake. Homemade. Mm. Mm. Uh, now, That's good. The consistency of the... I can't the take the credit. It is all my girlfriend's mm. freshly made. It's very nice. And I think on the day it would have been even nicer. The, my only yeah. criticism, slightly soggy digestive base. Okay. But except for that... <laughs> nice. Top notch. Good. Good. What would you rate it? Is it as good as Wes Hulan? No. Is anything in life as good as Wes Hulan? Yeah, true. Fair enough. Um, I've actually also... In terms of cheesecakes, though, it's, it's definitely in the top five. Yeah. 100%. Love it. I've also got... We've got beers mm. worth mentioning, and I'm now pouring a beer into my TNC-sponsored mug. Is that an acceptable method of drinking beer? No, know. it's completely not acceptable. See, the thing is, the thing is with, that I find interesting with, with um, drinking etiquette is, you know, you can get them beer glasses that have a handle pretty much the same as a yeah. mug but they're see-through and mugs aren't is but, it the but are they TNC mugs mm. that's the question of course we don't um, what's the word promote drinking 
It's obviously nice. It, it helps no. drinking when you're an Orange fan. It, it soothes the pain slightly. I mean, massive shout out to the most famous um, drinker who's an Orange fan. Bradley Snadden. Of course, Bradley I th- Snadden. I think Bradley Snadden is, an, is actually... Um, he's, 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 is he cutting he's, down now? He's, uh, no, no. Um, but Bradley <laughs> Snadden, he is one of the happiest Norwich fans. And I think that's down to his drinking. His liver isn't happy. You know what? But mentally, he's, he's on point. We've got to build on that, actually. You've touched on quite a nice point, Jack. Happiness. Mm. Norwich fan happiness. During this season, have Norwich fans been happy at all, really? You know, I, I find... We won the first game of the season. We smashed Blackburn, mm. played them off the park. Mm. Apart from that... I think this is a really interesting topic, actually. And I was listening to the Ball Street podcast, and they were talking all about the psychology of football fans. And mm-hmm. it's, if you're not a top six Premier League team, which ninety percent, well, probably not that many, but seventy percent of the footballing supporting community aren't. Mm-hmm. If you're not Chelsea, Man United, Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, you are going to lose more games than you win, probably. Yeah. And I think that makes it more sweet, even though, more. When you no, hundred percent. But what I was about to say is. I think even me has been guilty this season of a bit of self entitlement. I'm Norwich City. If you if you're not a Norwich City fan, would you look at Norwich and go, actually they're quite a big club? Probably not. We just feel like we're a big club because we're in this bubble of Norfolk, where our second biggest <sighs> club is Kings Lynn. I think actually no no I, I I've got to disagree with you, Jack. I think Norwich fans are quite grounded. I think there has been an element of arrogance this season, and that's re- that's actually reflected on the players yeah. as well on the pitch. Um, but I think there's always been an attitude of little old Norwich, um, and and that has been going for years, ever since I've started supporting them, mm. which was obviously a little bit longer than you, since the Worthington days. Sorry for you oldies that are listening. Um, so there's always been a little old Norwich thing. But the other day I was reading a couple of reports on, um, you know, the twenty biggest clubs, and, and Norwich were in there. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong, like 19 or 20th, but we're in there. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose that's a, a point you can bring back to this Ipswich game. In terms of me supporting Norwich City, I've never been to a game like in the stadium where Ipswich have beaten us. It's never happened. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you have. I can remember Ipswich beating well, Norwich, but I was sort of... At when a they point, cheated to win. Yeah, I yeah. was sort of at a point in my life where I'd, I was I didn't really get the rather I wasn't too fussed about who won. Obviously, I wanted yeah. Norwich to win, but I wasn't going to games actively. We haven't lost to Ipswich in eight years. You know, I haven't been going to, to Norwich games for for eight years, so I haven't seen Ipswich beat us. It almost makes you feel like it just doesn't happen. That's why I hate them so much, mm. because obviously I've tasted a couple of defeats, and I know how much it hurts. Mm. And obviously the guys older than us will, will, will know even 100%. more. Um, and there is a younger generation of Norwich fans coming through, our age group to be fair, Yeah, um, and um, they're quite arrogant, because they think that Norwich City can, you know, have the God-given right to, I don't know, beat West Ham, for example. The amount of fans last season moaning that we didn't beat West Ham, I was thinking, hang on a minute, come on, guys. So where, where do we currently stand as a club? Are, are we a Premier League club no. or are we a championship no, club? No, we're a yo-yo club. Mm. We are in that category. We are the new, the, the old West Brom, mm. um, I, I think. And I'm okay with that. It's fun. Yeah. We are, in terms of... I've been supporting now, obviously, probably, oh, let me think about this, 16 years, probably-ish, a bit more, when, when I was six years old. And this is the height of supporting Norwich-ish. Yeah. Obviously, I'm, we're, we're one season away from the Prem, um, but it's been, it has been magical. This is the best mm. time ever. I think a lot of Norwich fans don't realise how good we've got it right now. You look at the owners as well. I mean, I'm sure we might even go on to talk about yeah, that, yeah. but 
you look at Aston Villa and how much they've really bugged up their club big time and it's reports today that have lost 81 million this season exactly Jack and, and, and again I mean and, and I'm guilty of, of slagging off dealer and Michael and Jones um, uh, for, for not listening to an investment but actually on reflection we are quite lucky because they really care about our club and I don't think Norwich fans realise that alright we might lose a couple of games but when we win it tastes so much sweeter let's, let's sort of dip back into, into Sunday's game against Ipswich um, yeah. I think I don't think our opinions were, were, were too different to that of, of, of the masses um, in terms of Norwich should have won um, we, we obviously didn't win everyone knows that but on the whole we were dominant weren't we and we should have gone on to win that game oh god yeah I mean 20, 24 shots to what 4 mm. um, obviously stats count for nothing because the goals are the only thing that matter mm. but it does show that we dominated um, and you know you were quite um, upbeat Jack at half time and mm. But I could again, and this is because I've tasted a derby defeat. I could sense yeah. how we would we'd rue to miss those those chances that we missed, and um, we would regret it big time. I, f- I feel like at half time it was nil nil. We'd had you know all the chances, it three was, blatant chances, Jack. I look back though, and, and Ipswich should have had a penalty in that first time. Have you seen it back? Okay, well then it's three one. So I, 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 this is my mindset at half time. We've had all the chances. Yeah, we've had all the possession. Yeah. Rule of average would suggest that you would score one of them eventually. Mm-hmm. You've obviously said there that you've had that taste of a derby day defeat. I, 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 I revert back to half-time at Burton. I know we were losing the game, um, but we still had the majority of, of play. We still had the majority of possession. Even the, Let's say, not maybe at half-time, but the first 10 minutes of Burton... Although we hadn't created much, we still had the majority of possession. I still thought that we would go on to win that game. Now, looking back, were we too complacent in the Burton game? Yes, we were. We lost that game. Were we too complacent in the Ipswich game? I think we, we do. And go, even going back to the point of self-entitlement, I almost feel like if we the, the Norwich players think, well, if we turn up, we're going to win. And we've been shown that that isn't the way the championship works. Yeah, I mean, I have to highlight Huddersfield. Um, mm. They've got in their team now the ability and team spirit that we had under Paul Lambert. And, and the link here, Jack, is that they have the ability to come back in from games. We've lost that. And we have to hold our hands up. We've completely lost that. If Norwich go 1-0 down now, can you honestly, truly say that you genuinely believe we'll go on to win the game? No. And we had that under Paul Lambert. We could be 3-0 down at half-time, mm. and I knew we'd get a point so from what, that game. What, what has changed since then, then? It's hard. To, it's hard to because I mean, on paper, we've really. got a better team than even Lambert's team in the Premier League. You look back at that and go, yeah. "How is that a Premier League team?" I think it's. I think it's down to poor recruitment. I think we've. But no, because we've got on paper the players. On paper, that this current team, it's not about the talent of the mm. players. It's the attitude of the players. We've hired. We we've hired. <laughs> yeah. We've recruited um, a lot of desperate signings to try and keep us in the Premier League. Yeah. And now they're with us in the championship. Do they really want it that much? They'll say they do, but do they actually mm. really want it? We had players with uh, under Paul Lambert. We had players that weren't as talented. We had the players like I mean, uh, you might beat me up for this, but put Mark Tierney, mm. not the most talented player, but God, he wanted yeah. it. He really wanted it, and and that is what Norwich have lacked for two, three, maybe even four seasons. Now. I suppose that leaves us. In, in this point in the conversation where where does 
it leave off leave us after that Ipswich game. I know it leaves us what six points off the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Win a game at Sheffield Wednesday next weekend, which is another massive game. But in terms of uh, let's talk about Alex Neil later on. Well, actually, let's talk about Alex Neil now. You were you were with me what five six weeks ago saying Alex Neil should be gone. I think ninety seven percent of took me a while to get were. there. Took me a while to get there. We we are a little bit further up the table than we were five weeks ago, but we're still a long way off mm-hmm. the playoffs. But of course, that you know period over, yeah. you know that sort of five six game unbeaten run, whatever it was, helped Alex Neil's case a little bit. What do we do in terms of Alex Neil? Do we sack him now and let a new manager come in, get a whole new team, um, and 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 bed in ready for next season, and just say to the new manager, look, don't worry about the rest of this season's results. We're prob- probably not going to get the playoffs. We're not going to get relegated do what you can do or do we go to Alex Neil? Alex we genuinely do believe in you we think you're a good championship manager we're going to give you the funds you need we're going to give you everything you need and you're the man to take us back into the Premier League where do you where, if you were Delia Smith and Michael and Jones what, what would your standpoint be it's on a big that? question uh, I think he has shown in despite the last few results mm. um, the result against Newcastle um, the result against Forest He's shown that he has got the ability and um, and and the mindset to to go and win big games in the championship. He has got the ability to turn it around. So are the players delivering for Alex Neil? I still think there's a lot of players in the changing room that are poisonous, mm. and they're poisoning the other players that are up for it. You've got the likes of Evo Pinto, Russ Martin, John Ruddy. These are the players. That really, they really care about our football club, yeah. and I think you know, I think Martin Olsen was flirting with leaving for a long, long mm. time, and I do think, and Brady as well, and there, there's a few players in that camp still that are on the edge that kind of don't want it. Mm. Ryan Bennett is one um, I would challenge as to. I mean, to be fair to Ryan, I would have left. I would have tried to push through a move last season, mm. definitely. So I think we need to have a scored overhaul. So if I was Delia Smith to answer your question, Jack, I would say to Alex Neil now, you've got my love and trust for this season. Mm. Prove it. Prove to me that you can make a difference. Get us up the table. Get into the playoffs. If we don't get in the playoffs, it is a failure. Mm. A clear-cut failure with our squad. A lot of people were saying it to us after the game, Jack. Don't get in the top six. Failure. Mm. Disgusting and with that team because we, I still believe on paper, we've got probably the second or third best yeah. team in the league. I'd agree. So, so sixth is the absolute bare minimum. And I think the interesting point about that is even the people who were head over heels about Alex Neil when everyone else wanted him out said, We want Alex Neil to stay on the sole reason we still think he can get the playoffs. Mm. Even Jake Humphrey said in the breakfast with TNC, he genuinely does believe in Alex Neil, but if we don't get in the playoffs. It is a failure. Mm-hmm. Let's, yeah, yeah, I so agree. If and we, that's the way to look at it. If we don't get in the playoffs, which is going to be it's, it's unlikely now, yeah. do you sack Alex Neil then? I review the situation, but surely because he's failed <laughs> at keeping difficult. us into the Premier League and keep and it not de- getting us out of the it championship. It depends on performances. It depends on results, obviously blatantly, mm. but it depends on the manner of our. The, the way we put ourselves about, we need to show that we care. Mm. The players need to show that they're, they're up for it. And actually, it's more about the players. The players need to prove a point to Alex Neil and the board that they're worthy of staying at this football club. Because mm. I'd rather get a load of fighters in there. 
I'm really excited for this summer because Besong should leave, Lafferty should leave. That frees up a lot of money that we should and could and hopefully will spend. Mm. God bless Ricky Martin. Well, do you um, trust Ricky Martin to go out and use that money correctly? Uh, well, he's had a fantastic January transfer window, and I genuinely think that. I think a lot of people slated it, but our our outs were very late. Um, Olsen and Brady were very late, mm. and I think we recruited well. Um, we almost signed Mitchell Dykes um, on a permanent. And, it's been fantastic. And again, so another reason why we absolutely have to get in the playoffs is to show Mitchell Dykes that we can get in the Premier League. Mm. He's worth his weight in gold, that lad. And honestly, I would pay, I'd give him more money than I'd put Besong and Lafferty's mm. wages. I'm hypothetically speaking. Do you know what I mean? I'd give him as much well, as possible. The thing is, if you club. put Besong and Lafferty's wages together, you're talking about 90 grand a week. I'm not, mm. well, maybe not that much. Possibly. 60 grand a week. But at okay. least 60 grand a week. That's a, that's a Premier League wage. Exactly. And they're two players who aren't even getting on the subs bench. I've got to give some cheesecake. <laughs> Mate, out. that's some good cheesecake. Mm. But if I was talking on a, on, a, on a Mary Berry front, I'm not sure if you're going to, you're certainly not going to be able to see it without out the video, but there is a slight lack of texture around here. I'm sorry about that. You, you serve that up in a restaurant, you've got an 8 out of 10 I chance feel like of this, this cheesecake sums up Norwich City season. <laughs> you love referring food to Norwich. Well, why wouldn't you? This <laughs> is Norwich City podcast. No. Right, key lime cheesecake. Yeah. It's zesty. It is zesty. It's got the likes of Pritchard, Wes, and, you know, Nelson Oliveira can really punch and get through teams. The players that make a difference. You've then got the solid, the gooey, you've got the, the Pintos, you've got the Ruddies that are at the top of their game in the championship. Mm. But, as you've highlighted, Jack, you know, it's kind of... It's gone a bit gloopy. It's gone a bit gloopy. And actually, it's that sums up Norwich City season, that word, gloopy. Mm. Now, we've also got here... Um, that a, is an impressive slice of cake. I mean, yeah, it is a decent slice of cake. So I'm going <laughs> to hold this up on camera once again. If you're listening on iTunes, then Sorry. apologies. But what we've got here is a coffee and walnut cake with a slight chunk of dark chocolate embedded into the top. So we've got a, a layer of, of sponge coffee and walnut cake filled Jack, who made coffee this? and walnut? This I think we need month. to give him a shout out. Well, no. Oh, we can't. No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Basically, my mum works for a calf, and um, she did buy this. She, she didn't take it. Um, well, yeah. Nice okay. garden centre. You might know which one. <laughs> um, if you want a sponsor. Not giving any way, anything away for free here. But basically what we've got, a nice coffee and walnut sponge, a nice bit of icing, and another bit of coffee and walnut sponge. Jack, Norwich City. Jack, Norwich City. Come yeah. on, this is our first podcast. Yeah, but that cake is good. But I'm not sure if I'm really too hungry after that, Anna. I've just had tea as well. Anyway, let's move on from the Ipswich game. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have a few segments on this podcast. Um, one of them being Moan of the Week. What is your Moan of the Week? The thing that's really mm-hmm. grinded your gears... Um, it can be about anything. I think it has to be Ipswich Town's banter. Actually, banter or banner? I mean, either one. Yeah. I think moan of the week is. Does this need to be in Norwich? Because there's in a life, lot of moaners. Food, life. Norwich. Maybe not like no, too I mean, deep, but come on, Jack. Uh, the moan of the week is. We're still famous. Hmm. Really? Of course, Ipswich Town fans, not us. Yeah, but I famous? Well, I, I had this written down, so I genuinely think Ipswich... Now, this isn't a dig. Like, this isn't no, a dig. No, it is a dig. 
a little bit, but I genuinely do worry about some Ipswich Town fans that do think they're still a big club. It's unbelievable. Why do you worry? Just let them live in the past. 75% of Ipswich Town fans who are Chelsea fans. <laughs> yeah, because, well, I wouldn't. I don't blame them. They have to resort to some kind of yeah. To be fair, I would. fun, but. Yeah, a lot of the people who were going, we're still famous, uh, that lovely A4 banner that said, you're still in our shadow, or whatever it was, probably weren't even alive when, when um, mm. was it the UEFA Cup they won? Was it? Yeah, I don't know. Like I wouldn't, wouldn't know that they won that. Mm. So yeah, Moan of the Week is probably Ipswich Town as a football club, as a place. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a good one. I like this one. This Come is on. a comment on, my, on, on one of the YouTube videos, which yeah. by the way... Toxic this week. <laughs> like yeah. when we play Ipswich to Town, out. when we play Ipswich Town, go into my comment section and you will have a laugh. But someone said that we were mocking the working class because we slagged off Ipswich as a town. That happened. I, I really think seriously. They said we're, we we were slagging off the working class. Now, if you don't know, I live in Yarmouth, one okay. of the most working class towns okay. there is. Um, so that I give you? I mean, I'll, let me take off my Norris City glasses. Okay, let's talk about Ipswich, which as, has have a yellow and green filter. By in. the way, yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about Ipswich as a place. Let's be honest. If you're going to get deep and you know say that we're criticising the working class, and by the way, the working class are everywhere. Yeah. I mean, for God's sake, come on, a bit ridiculous. Um, I've been, I've travelled, and I've been to many cities in the UK, and Ipswich isn't in my top 10. It's not in my top 20. And I'd probably say it's not in my top 30. Um, there's there's a nice harbour in Ipswich. Harbour? There so is there's a, nice... a nicer one in Yarmouth. <laughs> Newly developed, Premier Inn okay. about to go in. My point is, right, is we are not mocking the working class. I'm, I'm, I'm biting back here, Jack. Let me bite back a little bit. We're merely saying Norwich City... Sorry, Norwich City, sorry. Norwich, as a place, is nicer than Ipswich. Mm. It is. It is. That is a fact. I'm sorry. That's got to be a fact. It is a fact. Let's make it a fact. It's now a fact. Norwich is nicer than Ipswich. Yeah. Um, right, let's go on to hype of the week. Yeah. The thing that we're excited about, the okay. thing that makes us proud to be a Norwich oh, City I've got fan. it. I've got it straight away. Go for it. Jacob Murphy. So what I've got written down. Jacob Murphy. And the reason for that, his post-match interview. Yeah. Said all of the right did, things. Did you hear the thing about um, he was like, I've, I've played in a derby before, but I didn't quite like. Obviously, he's a Norwich fan. He's been at the club since he's twelve. He gets the rivalry, but the thing I loved, and I think this, it was the thing that the national newspapers picked out. Jacob Murphy said, "You know, I've played at Portman Road before, but I didn't quite get the in- intensity because it's not it's not loud there." Well, it's not. I love that, but it's not. Again, no, it's not. another fact. Mm. It's not loud at Portman Road. To be fair, it wasn't the loudest derby in Norwich before the Ipswich fans batter us for that. Um, but yeah, no, Jacob Murphy, hype of the week, potential is there. He was putting players on the floor, um, t- t- twists and turns. I think he's learning a hell of a lot from Wes. He's at that age where he's a complete sponge, he's signed a new deal, he's got everything <laughs> ahead of him. Sponge. Yeah, he is, yeah. he is. How many good players he got around, around yeah, him to yeah. learn from? When you've got Pritchard on your bench, Jack... Jacob Murphy is only going to get better. Thing, Tons of potential. The thing I loved about that top is... Top scorer as well. Come on. Top goal scorer. Is he right? now the top scorer? I think so. If not, he's, he's up nine. Two. I think he might. I think Oliveira might be top. But he's certainly up there. He's first or second. Okay, but one or two for a, a, 
I mean, I don't want to patronise him. He's a young lad. He smashed it and this I, season. I think that's that's everything what football is about. Murphy, was he the same age as you? He might even be younger. Possibly. I'm he's, 23. Yeah. He, he his 22nd birthday was over the, the other okay. day. So he's younger than you. That's depressing. It's a bit, isn't it? <laughs> um, I'm sure you would do exactly the same. Nathan Redmond's younger than me as well. That's crazy, isn't that's it? It's weird, isn't it? It's weird seeing football players now younger than me. Glenn Middleton, um, Madison. Love it. Who are on like 20 grand. Middleton's not on Really, that. really hope I see Madison in the fold next well, season. I just, when Murphy scored that goal, I was just like, this is what football's about. Seeing people yeah. who've come through the ranks, who love the club, who would, they've turned down big deals to That's only going to get better, Jack, because the youth have like, only just started to flourish. Really. We might not win, and to be honest. What? You just say we might not win against Ipswich. Well, we didn't win. Yeah, but we weren't, we weren't going to lose. No, I know. But we, I was like, even if we don't win, which was the sole intention today, I can walk away here with a, with my chin held high. Because mm-hmm. Jacob Murphy, I thought, done the Norwich City. I know he was at fault for their goal, but at the end of the day, for me, Mitchell Dykes has to close that cross down. It was Pinto's man that he'd lost through the attack. As I said, as I said after the game, Jack, you can't blame the defence. Like, given that goal is a goal that has been happening all season for us. And we should have been 3-4 up before that. Yeah. End of. Yeah. No so, argument. yeah, that is hype of the week. Yeah. Um, we're going to move on to tweet of the week. Okay. Now, my Twitter kind of exploded at the weekend. I think I checked, and on Sunday I had 300,000 impressions on Sunday. Like, Look at you, big so boy. Well any, any potential sponsors there? So that's the kind of... Uh, audience you can reach but I'm going to put the tweet on screen if once again if you listen on iTunes you're not going to be able to see this but I'm sure you've seen it anyway basically Ed Sheeran was at the game yeah now I'm not sure apparently supports Chelsea but he's from Suffolk I d- he's from Suffolk but he's actually he's from Framlingham yeah which by the way is not Ipswich Framlingham is a very very nice Suffolk village but would his closest club still be Ipswich Possibly, yes. So, but it's not an Ipswich. No. I'm just clarifying that, that Framlingham is actually quite a nice place. To be fair, even if you It has a castle Ipswich. on a hill. <laughs> and you can drive at 90 yeah. down those country roads. Indeed. Lanes, um, sorry, not roads. Hopefully the, the country lanes are still in one piece after Storm Doris. Indeed. Because we know the, the mud banks of, of, our, of our country roads are susceptible to our high winds. <laughs> what? what? Uh, How have you just got that in? Um, anyway, the tweet is... Now, I'm, I'm not sure if this is part of Ed Sheeran's team, the fan, because I think he did have something to do with Ed Sheeran. Anyway, he's a Norwich fan, and he's got a picture with Holt. He was at the game, Adam Jury, who were both doing yep. talks in the lounge. He's got his arms around them. He's like, this is my moment. Yeah. He's got his arms around him. Two utter legends in Norwich City. And Ed Sheeran is in the background, putting middle fingers in the air. Yeah. Well, like, Ed, what are you doing, mate? But then, a Norwich fan got it, and he's basically photoshopped a picture of him holding an A3 banner in the air with championship 15 years mm. and the Ipswich logo on, which Love I that. thought was beautiful. Yeah. Fantastic piece. 10 what out of 10. What did you make of Ipswich's chant in reply to ours? I think it was, 15 years in the championship, we're still famous, and you're still shit. Okay. Well, I'm okay with it. I think they... Well, I'm okay with it because it's just, it's just crap, isn't it? Well, I'm, well it, first of all, we brought that chant into play mm. um, and they've just basically gone off the back of that chant and just changed one of the words. Well done. Mm. Fantastic. Really inventive. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll okay. give it a two out of ten, that chant. Two. Generous. Um, let's move on then to the next week coming up. Yeah. 
the week ahead of us, no Tuesday night game, which is good. Yeah. We do have a, is it a Tuesday or a Wednesday game against Bristol the other week? The following week, I'm not sure. We've got a midweek game mm-hmm. uh, that week. But next up is Sheffield Wednesday at Hillsborough. What are you thinking? Uh, it, it, it really is it now, Jack. Mm. It really is it. Like if we don't win that game, because it, it, we've been gone. saying like it, our season's over. We're still in it. We're still in it. We're still in it. This really is the turning point. Isn't it? I guess we can still. Sadly, yeah. If we draw, we're still in it. And even if we lose, oh, you're still kind of in it because no. then. No, I know, but you've still got Leeds, you've still got Huddersfield, you've still got teams above you. If you're, you're relying on teams bubbling up above you, yeah. and, and, and that is the reason why our chances of, go, of, of actually managing to get in the playoffs and go, go mm. up at, what, like 15 20% tops? Mm. I just can't see it, I can't. But well, Sheffield Wednesday are a team who in recent weeks have fought. I think they've lost their last two. Um, mm-hmm. They Was it Leeds they lost to? I think, yeah. yeah, it was Leeds, wasn't it? Wednesday in Reading, I see a potential yeah. of potential capitulation. For me, Huddersfield and Leeds are in there now. I, th- I don't think they're going to be falling out. Re- I think I'm. A, I'm with are you. Leeds getting found out now? No, their game plan. Because, no, I don't think they are because they, they'd lost a couple of games and you were all, they lost oh. their, their derby to Huddersfield and you were like, oh, they're mm. slipping up. But then they backed up with a win and then I think they had a draw and they backed up with another win. So yeah. they've got that bounce back ability. They've got a goal scorer mm. there in Chris Wood. They've got a good manager there in Gary Monk. They've found him on board. Speaking of Leeds, the most stupid thing I've seen all season was the Leeds defender that scored. What's his name? Oh, Janssen. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, Pontus Janssen. Okay. Scores... Jumps into the Leeds fan, so he's two-footed. He's not only two-footed, he's two-footed, a poor... I mean, I, I, I feel bad. The disabled lady can't... It, Jack, it's completely unacceptable. I shouldn't be laughing. No, no, I'm, I would be laughing if I was you, because what idiot does that? What idiot? Disrespectful yeah. idiot. I just feel so bad for her. And not only that... The Leeds fans oh, yeah. then just jump on top that of her. That was the worst bit. She's then struggling. They've got first aid round her. It's not funny. No, no, it's, it's not, not funny. We, 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 it's the stupidest thing I've seen all season. I, I genuinely think we've, we're quite lucky in the fact we sit so close to the away fans because you, you, you see things that you wouldn't see across the ground. You, you, Rather you see, fans fighting each other. Exactly. You see stories develop that you wouldn't see. And I think that is all part of football, seeing these stories develop. We've seen Rotherham fans fighting each other. There was literally 50 of them there. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, your team's player, two-footing one of your disabled supporters, is not part of football. No, it's not <laughs> it's part a, of football. It's a story that you look back on Jack, and go... No, that is so poor. <laughs> don't you dare accept that. I'm not accepting that. That is I'm the reason saying. why I don't like Leeds United this season. What? What? Yeah, but I'm sure the disabled fans, they're just won. They're just beating us. If I was disabled and I'd just seen my team win... I'm this probably going to accept right, the let's move on. This, is a, t- this yeah. is a touch of shit. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I'm sticking up for that lady who got crushed. Yeah. Unacceptable. Anyway, we, we digress. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want to think back to that Leeds game because... That well, how many games do you want to not look back at? Jack? The whole season. Can we just, can we just go back to the, the happy days when we were beating Stoke and mm. West Brom? Yeah. Nice, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, Sheffield Wednesday up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, do we go with the same team? Do we switch it up? And I think another question I was going to ask you: Are we too short in terms of no s- strikers? 
I actually think not having the the striking power has, has really motivated Cam Jam. Mm. But Cameron Jerome has been in the form of his life. Come on, though. I don't know. This is slightly hypocritical from you because you were saying that we should have taken one of the five chances that we had in the first half. Would yeah. we have done that with a better striker than Cameron Jerome? Uh, it wasn't all Cameron Jerome. It wasn't all Cameron Jerome's two, chances. Two of them were. Two of them were. But should we have had one? Of them? Uh, yes, probably. Would Nelson Oliveira put that in the back of the net? <sighs> Mate, that's a. Uh, no, I don't think he would have done. Okay. Does that make you happy? It does, yeah. I'm just trying to digest this. It's quite hard to digest this key lime pie. Oh, come on. It is. <laughs> I'm getting it stuck around my, around my mouth. Um, yeah, and I, I guess the last the last little bullet point I had here was, is it is it do or die? It, have we have we reached Ooh, the yeah. point of the season where... Definitely. Definitely, 100%. If, if we so, don't get a result at Sheffield Wednesday, season over. You're Alex Neal. Yep. You're in the dressing room. Yep. There's five minutes till kickoff yep. at Hillsborough. You've got 2,500 mm. Norwich fans out there waiting to be engulfed in your in your um, yeah. in your team what do you say to them players I say to those players because it's do or die I say to those players look I'm going to be honest with you before you get on this pitch today you're still getting 25 grand even if you lose <laughs> I'm not going to say that <laughs> if I'm Alex Neil, I say to them look if I don't if we don't win this game I'm as good as gone but are you and do the players hey, give a shit hey, that? Well, well yeah I'm just saying, if I was Alex Neil, that's the kind of message I'd give them. Mm. I'd basically say, you know what, give it or forget it. Mm. That's what I'd say because it, the time has come. Do or die. I think Bravo win or die. Yeah, I think you you almost reach a point. If we do lose this game, are you then preparing for next season and going, yes. look, Madison's going in there? Yeah, yeah. Top. I can see it happening as well. I really can. Really? Yeah. Actually, I, I, I wouldn't be so surprised to see players like Lafferty and Bassong getting cameo roles to try and get them noticed, to get them off. Really do. So, I suppose, with that viewpoint, you're expecting us not to win at the weekend? I think, I think as I said to you after the match, I got criticised for it, but I would take a draw. Our away form has and been absolutely shambolic. They're a top team. We want to slow them up. I would take a draw. But a draw isn't really useful for us, is it? But we're still in it if we draw. I know it's hard, no. but that's the reality. That's it. Yeah. So my prediction is one-one. I hope and pray we win, of course. But Norwich City have really just done my positivity in this season. Mm. Blind optimism. I'll be honest with you. When you turned on Alex Neil, I think I was about six games after before I was like, no, yeah. come on, time's yeah, up. Yeah, I think I was one of the. I'm, You're fairly early. I am an optimistic early. person I'm yeah. like, in, in, in everything, uh-huh. but I don't know what it was. I just felt like it was. It was. It wasn't like a kind of a, a logical thought process. It was just in my gut. I yeah. watched. It was, I turned on Alex Neil at Leeds away in the cup, and that was what October. It was early on. We were still in the playoffs. Yeah, they deserved some stick for that though. And I, just, I looked at that team. I looked at Alex Neil. And I thought it's mm. done. Yeah, it's done. And what and what my point was, Jack, is that. I'd say three of those six games that you'd when you'd turned that I hadn't. Mm. It was blind optimism. Yeah, it was hope. It was we need to stick with the manager. And actually, you can tell in recent games, 
the players have be basically got the message that Alex Neil staying this season. Yeah. So pull your socks up. Yeah. Well, um, you're going with a one-one. Yeah. What I are you think, going for? I think I'm going for a one-one as well. I record Can it. Can you just say something different? Make this more entertaining. We're going to win two-one. <laughs> no, Good I, 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 I think one-one. I record it. Hillsborough's fairly poor. Yeah, Wednesday are struggling, but our away form is is well. I would say it's one of the worst in the country. I don't know off um, off the top of my head, but I would have thought it was the worst in the country. Um, one of the worst. Anyway, Chris and um, your your wonderful girlfriend, thank you for making the um, the cheesecake. Keen on cheesecake. I've, yeah. I've been calling it key lime pie, haven't I? Well, A do. stark difference between that and mm, cheesecake. Indeed, indeed. Um, anyway, if you've been listening on iTunes, be sure to subscribe on there so it goes into your podcast app. If you're on SoundCloud, follow us on there. And if you're watching on YouTube, well, do the usual like, comment, um, subscribe, all of that good stuff. If you're watching on YouTube and want it on your phone um, in terms of iTunes and stuff, go in the description below, click on the links. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and also follow us on SoundCloud, whatever you prefer to listen us to on Chris, thank you. Uh, This has been TNC Podcast, the TNC Podcast, week one. We'll see you next week where we will be reflecting on, hopefully, a win at Hillsborough. Yeah, it is.